everybody to another episode of the Home and Body Improvement Show, starring yours truly, Coach Potts, and his good buddy, Rockin' Ross. Today we're talking about a bunch of stuff, but mostly about smart homes, and we also talk about some low-impact forms of cardio. If you haven't yet, go to CoachPotts.com and sign up for the newsletter. Also, we have a new I have a new segment that I'm rolling out tomorrow night called Cooking with the Coach. It'll be every Wednesday, 7 o'clock, Facebook Live. And don't forget to, on Friday, check out Facebook Live as well. 2 p.m. questions with the coach. Without further ado, let's check out episode number six of the Home and Body Improvement Show. Hello. What's going on, my friend? Are we going to do this again? Yeah, we are. Can see dude, I got to, hey, we got to start all over, man. I'm recording what? this. What? Where just, are you? Dude, I am redlining. Unbelievable. No, it, it's it's unusable. I am so sorry. I will call you. I'll you know what? Count to I 10. Hate you. One, two. No, you, dude, shit. You, well, I've been called worse. <laughs> I've been called worse. So wait, so did you record it all? Nothing? Everything's recorded, but I'm redlining. I'm literally, it, it's, it's hitting the... Uh, ceiling ah uh, now we're talking now i got it guess who's guess who's getting a call back in about three seconds andy good R- to hear this guy ross i blew it i gotta call you right back man the speakerphone didn't turn on hello is this andy ross what's going on my man hey how's it going handsome look it's, at you it's another week oh. buddy we're, are we gonna do this are we, I'm in. Let's dive in. Let's get crazy. We need some sort of intro, though. We can't just start every episode by me asking you if we're going to do this, and then there's no, there's no anything, man. We got to. Would you be down with writing our own opening jingle? You seem like a pretty talented guy. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. I am quite talented, and if I'm going to write a jingle, I think let's use some stock music right now because our audience wants definitely get to the facts, get to the point. Right now, have I you mean, listened to any of these episodes? Music. I, you know, I'm thinking what I get a drill and a wet saw, you know, run at the same time. I got a bunch of noise, and people know it's time to uh, get to business. I don't know. Be honest, have you listened to any of these episodes? I have, I have, I enjoy it. You know, I like the one that was actually hearing me talk about uh, the the tiling and actually insulating that I was doing up in my client's attic. So it's nice. I, uh, I do listen to these episodes as well. And so I think our total listenership is up to about three right now. So occasionally we get one person on, I don't know who to tune in. So with you, me and that unknown person, we're up to three and, uh, you got to start somewhere. So that's good, right? Yeah. Great. I'm excited. That's good. We got one person that we are influencing out there in the world. That's great. I'm happy. I have I have like 1,200 friends on Facebook. How, do you even know how many you have or how many followers you have on, on Instagram? Uh, I have 1,200 on Facebook about, and on Instagram I have like 850, and the amount of likes that I get is probably up to uh, low end twenty five, high end seventy. Did I say so, I have twelve hundred friends on Facebook? I mean, I have like twelve hundred fifty friends. Oh, twelve hundred. Because you only have twelve, right? So I have like twelve fifty. So I just want <clears throat> to make it clear that I have way more friends than you. 
like last no, month. No, no, I'm pretty sure I have way more. Dude, well, like 1,200 friends. That. I have more friends. You Don't think, worry. We didn't get any okay. questions this week. We <laughs> The people I begged to ask me questions asked for the last two weeks. We didn't get any like, hey, organic, like, you know, let's just send this guy an email. He seems like he has a fun, I mean, he's up to six episodes. Can you believe it, Ross? It's six episodes of the Home and Body Improvement Show, and we have yet to have a real question other than the ones from last week. We, we, we blanked ourselves. We don't have any this week. Yeah, that's fine. That's okay. Guests are the audience. You got to start okay. somewhere. I'm okay with it. So I know you're uh, continuing to work on projects. Last time I checked, you had built a fence. You were working on insulation. And what do you got going this week? So right now we are done being in the attic, and now we are working our way towards uh, the floor. We actually tiled the client's oh. shower, and now we are today was so happy to uh, – this morning we actually laid out all the pieces for the floor oh, yeah. and then we actually installed it. So the first morning was pretty much figure out what tile pieces that we want. Um, and for, for all the people who actually are kind of thinking, you just pull pieces of tile right out of a box. So you actually have to sort them out. If you have a little bit of a pattern, because some of those patterns can be duplicates or triplets next to each other. And when you lay down the tile, uh, you're going to see the same thing. And yeah, then it's, it's the, its the own. The homeowner is going to be wondering what's going on. Would you say it's so, more of an art when it comes to laying tile than a science? Say what? Is it more of an art than a science when it comes to laying tile? I think, yeah, but you have to be aware of what's doing because you can't just be a monkey pulling the tile out of a box and installing it. That's like a normal laborer. But if, but when your client is demanding like mine, all of our clients are, they're very into the aesthetics and how the tile should look and the final finish and so you know there can be a blotch mark right on the tile that's you know probably natural stone or something they don't want to find more blotch marks hence that's like marble tile right right marble's going to be just showing that even on backsplashes i love this this pinterest i love all these people who are on etsy that want this kind of this like marble look but you're going to have to probably buy 10 percent more of your tile and then sort through it and then return the rest. That's cool. typical out of natural stone. You brought this up. I got a legitimate question. First, before we get started, I know I didn't send you the show notes because I got super duper lazy today. Not busy, lazy. Uh, we are going to talk about smart homes, your thoughts on them. I know I have a particular unique perspective on it because I pretty much just outfitted my entire apartment with smart bulbs. So I'd love to chit chat about that. Secondly, we want to talk about low impact exercises and the best forms, what you can do to get your cardio in and have low uh, low wear and tear on the body. So those are our topics. We'll get to those a little bit later. But when you said Etsy, there's a handful of like, I don't know what you would call them, but like I see them all the time in my Facebook feed or you see them, you know, in the advertisements, like when you're surfing the internet and it's like Etsy, Wayfair, Overstock. Are these like all kind of one of the same? Is there one that you like more than the other? And what exactly are these types of outlets? I mean, Etsy, Etsy is more definitely custom you know there's it's got a a nice little custom unique feel to it you know it's very independent individual uniquely built um gosh you know i could put it in like homes in the darn search bar when i put like our homes homes and decor i'll get a lot of little just little trinkets and everything that's kind of pretty much what etsy is all about is this true like when i go to like pinterest let's say it seems like all the unique, crazy, goofy, ooh, that's something I could use in my place type ideas seem to be on Etsy for sale or Wayfair. Yes. Is Wayfair another one of those or am I making this up? Wayfair is like cheap. 
Wave Bear is like knockoffs stuff from China. That's from my opinion, from looking at it. I I don't like it. I mean, I've just dabbled in it last week, and I thought, you know, I've had had some clients say, no, I got this from Wayfair. I'm like, okay, cool. And I, it's, I can, it, and sometimes it's struggling because sometimes it, it's like good or it's just cheap crap, and I have to assemble it. And at some point, you got to be just a little careful for it because it can break. It's so, good for the look. Right. But, but you get what you pay for. The real, just like anything else, right? You get what you pay for. Yeah, pretty much you get what you pay for. Yes. I kind of want to dive into the topic, unless you have some questions for me, like, hey, Andy, how's your workouts been going? Or, hey, Andy, you've been doing this for a while, this home quarantine thing. Have you come up with any unique ways to stay in shape? Because uh, I haven't heard any questions from me, from you. Well, uh, I want to say, first, you kind of read my mind. Oh. <laughs> and he I mean, saves it. Are you? are Dude. you, are you like... You know, you're like Houdini, you know, you're yeah, like Rizzo. Yeah, no, know? no. The, you know what you just did there? I went to a Catholic high school, and it was one thing that the only thing you could, only way you could get away with sleeping in class is like, let's say you're sitting there and you're nodding out, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. the priest, the brother, the teacher, whoever it was, catches you doing it. All you had to do is make the sign of the cross and be like, I'm sorry, what did you say, Father? <laughs> and boom, Completely absolved of any issue you might have had of falling in class or falling asleep in class. So that's a good save, man. You just got to remember that one. If you ever catch Are you yourself serious, he was like, "Oh, yes, the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit." Okay, you're yeah. okay. Yeah, well, like you know, you see a guy with his eye closed, and he and then he would wake him up and just do the sign across real quick and be like, "Sorry, my my bad, Father, just talking to God real quick." But um, what were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> that's what you just did there, kind of in a way, without the whole biblical thing. I loved right, it. It was but, a good save. But clearly, clearly, you know, I was thinking about you, you know, as of I was you out, you know, looking out, you know, my window. It's been a whole week. Thinking, what else would you think stars. about? <laughs> What's Andy doing? Uh, no, let me let me tell you what I've been um, kind of, I've been kind of like, I've been teaching a lot of online classes, which has been a lot of fun. And I do have a relatively loyal, steady following, you know, it depends on the day, but, you know, we can get into the teens, let's say, of how many people take my classes, which I think is great. I'd love for it to grow exponentially. Zoom can hold up to, I believe, a thousand people, so I'm going to cap it at a thousand, but up until then, the more the merrier. But one thing I... just want to also mention, I'm curious about this smoothie thing you got going on, I saw on Facebook. Yeah, no, it's it's in the books. I'm actually doing all the editing right now. Uh, the ebook is all but written. The ebook is going to be a free giveaway for anybody who signs up for my newsletter, and I should have that done by the end of this week. And then uh, at least once a week, I'm going to put out the video for each uh, each drink that I made. So I call them, you know, the juicy drinks. They come out of the juicer. The smoothies they come out of blender. I got five recipes for each. I tested all of them. These are my favorites, and I want to share them with the world. So sign up for the newsletter. You get a detailed. Uh, recipe list for all of them and then stay tuned to all my social media outlets you're going to get videos on how to make them as well so yeah you just saw a little behind the scenes photo on instagram you wait yeah i like that you follow me on instagram ross yeah if i want to get some laughs i gotta entertain myself you know hey i'm a contractor you know i gotta get some entertainment and exercise at the same time so yeah you do whatever you do and i'm seeing you hustling so i'm happy about seeing it you take care of business with uh mrs chairs Happy Mother's Day. Did you get her anything? Yeah, I bought her a card. Good. And uh, I bought her uh, <laughs> Coke Zero, Cherry Coke Zero. Well, I mean, you probably asked yourself the same question that she probably asked herself every day is, you know, what do you get the lady who already has everything that she could ever want 
when she has a son like you, right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I, I, I have to also mention, I was also thoughtful for her. I bought her mini uh, drumsticks. Uh, that was a little ice cream, you know. Uh, for, you do that, my cream. mind went two different places. First, I was like actually thinking of the drums because I'm a moron. Secondly, I was like, he bought her chicken wings. Uh, good for him. But you weren't talking about either. <laughs> no, because she likes to feed. So the neighbor's kids, she's got a nice little relationship with the kids right next to the house. And so sometimes they stop by and uh, she gives them popsicles. Nice. And so this is the nice little gift for her to give them those little drumsticks you came through i uh you know what i had this I, I was enjoying the bulls documentary have i mentioned it and i decided to have something i haven't had in a long time i had a klondike bar what would you do uh, ooh, ooh, for a klondike bar ross what would you do i would fold my laundry <laughs> you don't remember those commercials are you too young to remember that i think that's just one of those things you're like yeah, i get my laundry it's great when it's fresh out of the laundry and then after that if you miss it it stares at you. I hear so you. So I'll do it for Klondike Bar. <laughs> Smart homes. You give them a thumbs down. Or you give them a 50-50, am I correct? Yeah, I'm more like a 50-50, but it's – so let's let me, dive in on that. Let me As tell I, you what I've done. Brief capsule review, and then we'll listen to your opinion, and then we'll discuss. What I have done it was essentially switch out all of my light bulbs for smart bulbs in my apartment. And so this includes the floodlights that are overhead. It includes all the lamps. And not every single one because I still want them to be, uh, I still want them to use the, uh, the switch on a handful of them. But for the most part, I swapped them all out. With that and without a hub, I've managed to put most of them on timers and they also connect to my Alexa. So when I say, I can't say the A word because it'll actually go off, but when I say Alex, uh, you know, living room lights on or Alex, bedroom lights on, uh, it'll do all that. Or I could say, you know, Alex, uh, you know, bed lamp, turn it off in 30 minutes, and it'll turn off. I'd like to say she'll turn it off, but we all know it's actually a robot and they control the world. But that has been nice. The different themes have been nice, too, meaning like if, you know, if I'm watching TV, that's a different lighting than when I'm eating dinner. That's a different lighting than when I first turn the lights on. So I can dim them accordingly. If I want a movie, I can turn the lights blue, which makes it relatively um, dark, except for the fact I can still find my way around. So that's been awesome. And I've also hooked a smart plug up to my uh, fish lamp, fish tank lamp, and it's, it's essentially a timer. So it turns on, turns off. I don't have to worry about any of it. So that's what I've been doing. Uh, I bought several, you know, A-words, uh, Alexas in my place. So I have uh, two dots, an Echo, and one thing called a Flex. And I'm thinking about trying to make my home even smarter. So that's where I'm at, Ross. Three, two, one, and go. So how do you like it? I love it. I mean, I really do. You could set different themes. I'm still figuring out because there's certain, if you say Alex, like turn the living room lights on, she's like, I don't understand what you're saying. And you have to say Alex, turn living room on, and then she'll do it. So there's like little things like that that I'm still figuring out. Um, it, and I did switch over my Wi-Fi, so I finally got rid of AT&T, which AT&T was good. The service never was. Switched over to Xfinity, which I hate. I hate Comcast, Xfinity. I don't even know the difference between the two but i finally have xfinity the internet's way better it took it took six days to get installed two tech visits the three phone calls 
and it was just an absolute disaster, which is the reason I went with AT&T seven years ago. But anyway, I'm Xfinity now, so the internet reception is great. Uh, so far, I love it. I can play music all. I could play music just on the downstairs speakers, just in the bedroom speaker, just in the office speaker. I can play it on all of them, and they sync up. So literally from one room to the other, uh, I can listen to music. So so far, man, I'm loving it. Do you ever get scared when you have to like order something at all? Well, this or did what? happen. So I'll get a notification, and it'll say, you know, because I, I still have Amazon Prime, so. I get a notification. Your package is on its way. Your package is here, which is kind of nice. So then I can just run down to the mailroom and not have to worry about anybody stealing my package. But it did say like you're running low on so and so. Would you like to reorder? I think it was uh, I think it was like dog food or something. And I was like, no, no, I wouldn't. Why are you asking me this? <laughs> They're like, you could turn off these reminders if you do this, this, and this. And I was like, ah. And it was yeah, that was. I, I've heard of people like literally just saying, Alex and Domino's and it'll order the pizza for you and before you know it 40 minutes later it's, it's at your front doorstep so there are little things like that that no I'm, I'm not ready to do um, but the fact that it's asking me if I'm ready to reorder stuff it's like how did you know and why are you pushing your products on me and is this the real reason that they're trying to sell these things right right oh I agree it's the real reason that's that is why they're trying to sell those things I mean I don't like I don't know I don't like it because it kind of gets annoying about like you know, Big Brother and just these companies knowing what I'm doing all the time and how much I'm using. You know, there's all this data, which is great, but then I, I don't want to be used against me of how much. You know, like for me, I eat Jack's Pizza. I love Jack's Pizza. But, you know, do I really want to know how many Jack's Pizzas do I eat in a year? Not really. <laughs> you know, maybe I'm above like 100, 150, you know, like Whoa. I'm right up there. Yeah. So, like, I wish I could get frequent flyer miles, you know, from mean Jack's Pizza or something, but they're not going to do that with me for McDonald's, you know? So, well, there's this these is... little things that are in my mind. I'm like, I don't like these companies knowing so much, you know? And, and it comes down to who am I supporting? You know, am I supporting Tide all the time? Does Tide really want to get me just to buy more Tide all the time? They do. And that's one thing, too. Like, I've heard, like, you know, a lot of conspiracy nuts and all that type of stuff. They won't use the preferred customer cards at, like, let's say your local Jewel or your grocery store, right? Because they don't want anyone tracking that they're, you know, whatever it is that they're buying. And there's some truth to that. I could understand a little anonymity. But, you know, they want – I don't know I don't know what they do with all this information. I really don't. So it doesn't sound to me that you're against the practicality of it all. It sounds like me, you're against the fact that they're kind of invading your privacy. Is that accurate? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. They're invading my privacy. I, I just... I agree with that. I mean, I don't I know, like that I either. I'm in a, in a relationship where, like, there's convenience where I'm trying to raise a family and there's these, you know, these little shortcuts to help things out. You know, I'm hence, I'm not married. I don't have a wife or a girlfriend, you know, at this time. Obviously. So, Obviously, but you know, I definitely know there are things to help out my brother and his his wife and family. But you know, it's it's I think it's just it's a gateway to just you know you lose. It's like it just you lose control, and uh, it's just like it's like giving up your email, and then they're being well, bombarded by more. So, it's just like the cashiers are so cavalier about it. So. So can I have your phone number? And I'm always like, no, no, you can't. Like, I have yet to do this, but I've always wanted to, when they're like, can I have your phone number? And I'll just be like, no, can I have yours? You know, 
but it, I, 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 everything is tracked by your phone number now. So I, and a handful of places, it's my real phone number, handful of places, it's the phone number from the house I used to live in 20 years ago that, I, that no longer has that landline, which is a super easy number for me to remember. Uh, but I've always wanted to just put like area code 911-555-1212. I figured that would be a good way to get them off my back. Yeah, I enjoyed saying that to some people, you know, to give out my phone number. Like, what's your phone number? I'm like, 9, 9-11, <laughs> <laughs> 91-18-345-6. What's your email address? Satanworshipper at 666. <laughs> yeah, 420, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it is a little ridiculous. And, there, I mean, the amount of information they have on you. You know what creeps me out, too? I I think though I figured it out, but I could be wrong. But like, you'll you'll Google something, or you'll search something, or you'll type a word in, and then all of a sudden that advertisement pops up the next time you're on like Facebook or something. You're like, man, how, is it that quick? Do they really know that much? I've heard of, and I don't know if it's true that these quote unquote Alexas are always on. And once you say something, it goes into their database. And the next time you check, you know, your social media feed, that's how they sell that information to the advertisers. And that's how they know to target their ads at you. So is that true? I don't know. Do I love like, the fact that I can do some research? You can look it up. I think there's been murders, murders, uh, huh? homicide, murders, people being killed. And the investigative detectives asked for the Alexa tape. Yeah. The information because it's on all the time. So in order for them to, to solve this case, they have that Alexa. There's, I think there's many cases that they don't, the media doesn't talk about it because, it, you know, it's kind of. There is that big them. brother element to it. But, you know, in, in my heart of hearts, I, I don't think I'm a bad guy. I don't do anything illegal or wrong that I know of. So I'm not too worried about stuff like that. But nonetheless, I don't like the fact that I guess. You know, that was another thing, too, is, is if you have a webcam, in theory, it's always on anytime you're using your laptop, right? Who's stopping somebody from just tapping into your webcam and looking into your living room anytime you use your computer? Same thing with these Alexas. Who's stopping somebody to tapping in and listening to all your conversations, right? But I would imagine that most people would be painfully bored at the conversations I have, which are typically between me and my dogs, me telling them to stop chewing on my sock or to start eating dinner, you know, and if you really want to like zero in and listen to those conversations, be my guest. But I do understand what you're saying. I guess the question I have for you is, be it a contractor, do you get any clients that are asking for these home smart home accessories? The only thing that I get is uh, I had a client who had a condo in Chicago, and they had a remote door opener that was on their phone. Cool. Now I'm looking into getting a smart lock myself. The thing about the smart locks are, you know, and it's – primarily it's because if I have a guest, I can be upstairs, I can unlock my door. I don't have to worry about like unlocking my door and just saying, hey, make sure you lock the door when you get in. Uh, but second to that is I have a, you know, when I get a dog walker, what you can do is like text them or send them a message or whatever for a temporary passcode. You know, they can use, they can get in your place, no problem. And then when they're not, you know, when they're not supposed to be there, you can just wipe that code out and they can only use it during certain times or whenever you allow them. So that's, that's great. And same thing with like house guests and stuff. Say for some reason, you know, you're not home and your house guest shows up early and they don't have to be sitting outside. You know, you can just say, Hey, you know, here's the code or here's a temporary code or, you know, as soon as you get there, just use this code. And it's not like a permanent thing. It's only a temporary thing. So those, you know, the, the latest too is they're talking about um, with Amazon too, because a lot of these products are, you know, Amazon based. Is that you can give your Amazon um, 
the guy who delivers your uh, packages, give him the code, he'll open your front door, place it inside the front door, hopefully nothing else, and then just close the door so you don't have to worry about these package thieves. Yeah. Which I think is I think- great. I, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I don't like the, I don't like the idea of somebody opening my front door, but then again, most of these places have cameras too, so I guess it would be pretty awful if they did more than just open the door. Yeah, yeah, and I think you know it, it helps if you have family visiting or someone in town where you can give them the code, or there's a timeline until that expires. I think it's great. Um, just for some reference for you, for for anybody who's listening, um, if you, if you or your app your phone dies and it's late at night and you can't get in just due to your phone being dead, it's always important just to have one of those key things, one of those with a keypad on it, just so it's user-friendly because if you forgot your phone or you don't have your phone or you're in a rush or panic, you just type in the, the, the punch code and you're in. So there, that's the other one. Or you do what it's I just, do. What I do is I bend my knee and I bring it up to my chest and I kind of tilt my, my toes back toward my face and then I extend my leg with such ferocity that I happen to kick the door open. Oh, well then, good for you. I yeah. hope you enjoy paying money to replace your door. It pretty much works everywhere I go. It's like having my own, uh, um, it's like having, how would you say, it's like having my own um, key to everywhere I've ever wanted to go. I don't know, man. I was stupid. I'm an idiot. So let's yeah. talk about our second topic. Did you agree with that? You agree I'm an idiot? Ah, oh, Jesus, Ross, that's not very Yeah, nice. but like, just be, be clear. Um, I think in my, in the end, I think there's going to be a majority of people who go towards smart homes, and there will be pe- people who can afford it and there are people who can't. Um, but eventually it will go that way, um, and it will be a 50-50. But my dad said this. He says, I remember my, my dad said, I remember my father complaining to me about uh garage door opener you know oh yeah when garage doors are open you know came out he's like he's like hey john why do you want why do you want to you know not get out of your car open up the garage and he's like all i have to do is press this button and then i'm inside and i press it again and it's closed and, and then caught on well i'm sure to, to some degree it's like that with the remote controls like wow but you're too lazy to get up there and change the channel but then again back then they only had like three channels so yeah, there's just a lot of people who are just against just, you know, not getting out of the car. And then it's just, it's, it all comes down to convenience. It so, really, and it's a generational thing, too. Who knows, like, you know, 50 years from now, they could be like, what? You used to actually vacuum your carpet and not have your little robot do it for you? Yeah, yeah. So second topic, let's talk a little bit about cardio, but specifically the different impacts that cardio can have. So I like to put them in three categories. Uh, low impact, high impact, and no impact. So, so low, high, and no, and no impact. Okay, right. So, what's the difference between the three? Well, the easiest to um, is obviously uh, low impact. I would like to say low impact. To me, walking is a low impact exercise. High impact would imply at some point you're using some sort of explosive movement. But I, you know, it's specifically if you want to d- define it. It's that like both feet will be up in the air. So anytime you jump or if you do like a clapping push-up, you know, where both hands are off the air, um, it's something that has like a, such force that like both feet are leaving the ground. And then a, a no-impact exercise would mean that either no feet or, um, you know, you're in constant contact with some other apparatus that makes it a no-impact exercise. So examples of that would be swimming, the elliptical, the rower. Um, if you're – now we talk about training the heart as a muscle – I think the best way to do it personally, and it's just my own personal experience, is running. If you want to get in good shape, you should be a decent runner. 
a lot of negative things can come from running, meaning you can definitely mess up your knees, you could definitely mess up your ankles over time, you know, this, that, and the other. A lot of, it lends itself to a lot of overuse injuries. But if we're talking about getting the heart in shape, burning a lot of calories, you know, just feeling better, being able to move better, I think running is a phenomenal way to do it. But again, if you're coming back from an injury, you may need to shift down to a low-impact exercise. Something like that could definitely be, you know, walking, uh, low-impact aerobics. I know it looks a little silly, but even like some of those step aerobics will be considered low-impact because you're not always jumping, right? Low-impact would mean that you're stepping up, stepping down, that type of thing. Great way to elevate the heart rate. Great way to also not put as much impact on the joints. And the best, in my opinion, no-impact cardio you could possibly do is swimming. Very rarely do you hear about anybody getting injured while swimming, you know, except for like maybe people who are doing like the butterfly and the breaststroke and all that type of stuff and they're, you know, the rotator cuffs are, you know, starting to get a little sore. But you don't hear about anybody like blowing out their knee or snapping an ankle or something, you know, acute injury that happens because they were swimming. It seems to be, you know, obviously most people float or do some sort of variation of floating. And it's a great way to use your entire body, have absolutely no impact, elevate your heart rate, and engage as many muscles as possible. I, unfortunately, am not a very good swimmer, so it's my not my cardio of choice. My cardio of choice would definitely be running, whether that be sprinting or distance. I've definitely, over the last couple of years, kind of done more sprinting stuff as opposed to long distance. But I do remember the back in the day when I was getting about you know, 25, 30, sometimes 35 miles in in a week, and... Um, that was, you know, for me, that was, um, it was, it was just the best time of my life in terms of cardio shape. So cardio, low impact, no impact, no impact, examples of each exercise. Ross, you got any thoughts about that? Um, pretty much what I, I, I want to say, if like, I guess, uh, take your time when you're running, you know, like David Goggins, um, he's a guy, he's an extreme extremist person who's in the Marines and he says he is such a fat fuck how he puts it he swears a lot mm-hmm. um pardon me uh, the listeners but he says i didn't i didn't care i didn't care if i just ran up, up just block i was weighed up to 300 pounds and i was so fat that he just uh, he had so much will in him just to go up and do it and he was kind of sick and tired of being uh, just a, a whiny a whiny bitch how he had put it and i think any bit of effort is good effort again um, and if you're going to do it, in my mind, if you want to have formation and be balanced on your left side and the right side, just one step at a time and just have uh, uni- uni- uniform running by taking your time on it. Um, it's Yeah, it's just like anything but, else. Like, you know, the problem is, and I fall into this category too, is everyone gets so impatient, right? And so it's like, oh, you're 50 pounds overweight. I want to lose 50 pounds in 50 days. Three, two, one, go. You start running like a maniac. You start you know dieting like an asshole you know you're hungry you're irritable you're all your joints hurt and then you're like screw this i don't want to do it anymore and it's very easy to slip into your old ways i love what you're saying about some guy who weighs 300 pounds you know his goal of that day is to run to the end of the block that's phenomenal because you know at the end of the day it's it's not the it's not the perfect program that's going to get you to your goals it's the mindset that's going to get you there and the mindset needs to be i need to do something every day and i need to build upon what i'm doing in order to get there eventually so i love what you're saying my next thing too i you know i mean like i just want to say this if you want to burn more calories you want to have your your thighs in shape honestly like yeah run but also like do high knees do some high knees you like high knees knees. huh yeah because if you don't do high knees it's just like i just hated how i was a runner in the past and i was like this is great but it took me so long just to do 
you know, to have my legs look more in shape. And I thought, like, high knees, mix it up because it's just, you know, if you, you can fight me on this one, but I just thought, like, if you, you need to burn more calories, do the high knees, it works the lower abs, am I right? And you're doing more something with yourself and you're escalating your process. Besides, yeah, I ran, but if you just add that little extra tweak to it, you're just going to see more of, a, more of a change. Well, I don't care if it's, like, two minutes. It's, Andy, what do you think? The thing about... Like high knees, butt kickers, there's another exercise called a well, wall slide, which is essentially high knee with a butt kick, is that you're increasing the range of motion. You know, whether, if you are a runner, you'll find that a lot of times runners don't like to bend their knees because, because they get so efficient that they're able to move forward in such an efficient manner, they find out that they don't have to raise their leg very high, which is why I said I like to do a lot of sprinting these days because it's impossible to sprint without raising your knees up. So... Uh, what you're saying essentially is correct. It's a very inefficient way to change the thighs, but it is a phenomenal thing to do if you are used to doing a very low tempo, a very slow paced distance run, because those type of runners typically have very limited range of motion because they don't lift their knees. They don't do multiple stretches. They don't take yoga. They just like to run, run, run. And because of that, that's what leads to those overuse injuries because they're not using their joints properly. Okay. Answer, answer this question for me. All right. So as you get older, what, what do you need more? What do you need, what, what's good for your knees and your legs? What good for you your knees and your legs? I think um, what happens over time is that our elasticity decreases. And the reason it does that is because we don't use the joints the way they're intended. They're intended to bend all the way, and you need to be, do, do, be doing exercises like that often in order to maintain that. Your body has a use it or lose it type policy, right? So if I'm not mm-hmm. stretching all the time, what happens is – you get fascia starts to accumulate, and it makes it very difficult to move. And that's essentially what all the foam rolling and getting a massage and stuff, it's just breaking that fascia up. But just like I like to refer to fitness and health as hygiene, it's something you should be doing on a daily basis. You should be stretching all the time. You should be working out all the time. You should be running all the time or doing some sort of cardio activity because those are the things that are going to keep you young, but you have to do it consistently. Yeah, I, I just can't stand sometimes because, you know, I have a, have a family member who has a hard time bending their knees. And I'm just like, if he just did a little stretching, if he just did a, did a little just knees, you know. Something, I mean, like, anything. You know, the problem is when people don't do something for a long time, not only does it get hard to start, it just doesn't seem that important. And before you know it, you're so far in the hole. To When you do start, you're just going to be in a world of pain and you're kind of digging yourself out of a hole. So. I know, I know. It, it, it kind of frustrates me because I look up to the, you know, to these individuals, and you're like, "Hey, you, you got to stretch." And like, "No, we just, you know, I just can't. I, I only can do a little bit." I'm it's like, oh, "Great." Yeah. So now, when you fall, okay, that's just because you weren't stretching enough, and you didn't work on your balance. Oh, that's Not my top. fault. I mean, this is this is a topic <laughs> for another time, man. But especially with the people you care for, you know, trying to get them to do. Those kinds of things. First of all, they probably don't want to listen to you, like your, you know, your relatives, your parents, your siblings, you know, because they think they know more than you, or they just don't like you. I mean, that's usually my case. But second of that is, it's like it's just difficult to communicate. They'd rather hire a professional and hear from somebody else, even though you might be saying the same thing. So that's a topic for another time, my good friend. And yeah, I appreciate that. Well, I got nothing against my relatives. It's just you know, the heart's there. You care for these people. That's the truth. I've been doing a little bit of uh, prior planning. Listen to this. Next week, we're going to talk about the top four tools you must have for every job. And I'm going to discuss the top four foods that you should be eating every single day. How does that sound, Ross? 
Yeah, I like that. I like that. I think that sounds great. Excellent, my friend. This is episode six. It is in the books. It's always been a pleasure talking to you today. I can't say always, but today was a good one. Was today a good one? Today was a good one. I liked it. We actually had some combativeness, and I enjoyed it. We're actually having some good banter. We're growing. We're growing, my friend. Good chatting you with my friend. Try and get some more friends, so hopefully they can tune in. I will. All right, pal. I'm going to let you go. All right. Peace. There you have it, folks. Another episode of the Home and Body Improvement Show. That was episode number six with myself, Coach Potts, and Rockin' Ross. These episodes come out every week on Tuesday. Please stay tuned. You can always get them on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. We will see you next week, and I am out of here.